Here at The Planning Podcast, we believe that half of financial literacy is about knowledge. Now that other half, now that's about lifestyle. It's the way you live. It's the way you move. So together, we are going to demystify this good old world of finance and wealth building through our intentional guests and dialogue. Make sure you subscribe, stay tuned, and of course, stay planning. Good people, Isaac Cooper here. Welcome to the new segment at the Planning Podcast that we call our Hot 15. This is where we take a break from the full show and give you some quick, relevant, and interesting information you should be thinking about. Let's get into it. Adrian Peterson will go down as one of the top running backs in NFL history. He has amassed over 13,000 rushing yards while sustaining some critical injuries that really could have been career-ending for most athletes. Sundays, Mondays, and Thursday nights, he has orchestrated some of the most powerful runs displaying his brute strength, run you over, (laughs) and his cat-like agility, really avoiding defenders at the stop of a dime. The highlights and memories we will all enjoy, all come at the expense of Adrian's discipline and silent work that's been done behind the scenes. Now, in the midst of Adrian putting all that mileage on his cleats, running up and down the field, He's been able to secure over $100 million in gross income over the last 13 seasons. Now, and again, I I get frustrated at this aspect of the news. But again, in in recent news, it was reported that Adrian actually defaulted on a few loans, totaling up to about $6 million while striving to shore up his current finances. Now, the details of the loan are public record, but that is not the purpose of this podcast or really this segment. Quickly, I I actually want to point this out. So part of this loan was an agreement to ensure that Peterson protected his market value in the midst of an unexpected injury. Now, we all know the NFL is a a violent sport and, and injuries is something we see at every level, you know, little league all the way up to the NFL. And so protecting that is extremely important. So, at the same time, not enough professional athletes capitalize on these type of policies, these insurance policies. So this particular insurance policy is known as the loss of value policy. So it's taken out by athletes to make up the difference if they're injured and thus sign a smaller contract. So this is what happened to Peterson. So let's say you got a $5 million contract um, um, and you uh, an injury occurs. Now you are released, you sign a smaller size contract due to the injury. Well, hold up. We're going to have to shirt that up. So in August of 2016, Peterson actually got a Thrivist policy, this loss of value insurance policy. Just a week later, a few weeks later, in week two of the regular season, I believe he tore his meniscus and then sprained one of his uh, 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 ligaments. Now, the Vikings released him after the season, and he signed with the New Orleans Saints for about $3.5 million. Now, that apparently triggered the insurance policy because the set floor salary was $4 million a year. So there's a $500,000 gap there that it would cover. So it is reasonable for one to think, how does someone make so much money and find themselves in these type of financial issues? Yes, we can discuss the lack of financial literacy, and how it plagues one's ability to make proper financial decisions daily. 
Yes, we can assess each transaction and categorize a series of choices that possibly may not have been in Peterson's best interest in the long run. The fact of the matter is, is that we can do that for every taxpaying citizen across the country and we'll find the same issues. One glaring difference is that when an NFL player signs their contract, everyone in the world knows. So the pressure is drastically different. And imagine having this type of attention at the age of 22 while being approached by, air quotes, financial professionals or just professionals in general with 20 and 30 years of uh, of experience whose only intention is to make money off of your ignorance. So in my personal opinion, this is a testament to his team or lack thereof. The training and the intensity necessary sometimes takes priority over where the athletes should focus their time and their energy in the offseason. And they dress it up that way. Hey, just focus on ball. Just focus on ball. Just focus on ball. (sighs) Now, just like any six, seven, or eight-figure producing individual or business, it is necessary to have the proper personnel around you to ensure you have a complete picture of your financial position. (laughs) Now, Peterson's attorney, good old Chase Carlson, declined to comment at the time uh, and directly to the matter. But in a statement, he said, this is yet another situation of an athlete trusting the wrong people and being taken. You're his attorney, bro. All right. Anyways, being taken advantage of of by those he trusted. Adrian and his family look forward to sharing further details when You're You're the attorney. All right. So unfortunately, this situation is just like the 30, 30, uh, 30 for 30 special um, going broke. We, we've seen that on ESPN where the documentary only highlights the players, not the agents that may have initiated a bad deal, not the financial player planners that that got paid on the side to approve it, not the attorneys that made an enormous amount of money through legal fees or the executives of these greedy companies looking to benefit off of their income, influence and ignorance. As of now, we are unaware of who these individuals are, but we are very clear on who the athlete is. So in order to have a complete perspective, let's be sure we are asking who all has a seat at the table when it pertains to making decisions. At the end of the day, you have to have somewhat of an understanding of your finances. You don't have to be an expert. That's what you have a team for. But you got to be able to comprehend what's going on. I know that there's this movement around financial literacy. Oh, no, it's financial education. Let's simplify it. In order to read, you have to be literate. So you first need to know how to piece together the letters when it pertains to the financial framework of your situation. So financial literacy is the foundation. Once you understand what the words mean, now you can educate them on how it applied towards your situation. Appreciate y'all chiming in on this hot take. I actually wanted it to be called Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. We spit hot fire. But, you know, at least you're like, nah. (laughs) At the end of the day, good people, stay planted.